Give me a minute to turn your microphone on, Andre. Oh, I should just get off. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Andre, get out of the studio. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm sorry. That's it. You're fired. Whoa. Okay. There's a lot happening right now. This is movies, movies, movies with. I don't even know at the moment. Bruce Casaba, Gus McGrath. Welcome. Hello. How are you both? We're well. Yeah, I'm good. I wrote in the run sheet, Jen and Andre banned from the studio forever. And Andre tried to breach that contract. And I think (laughs) that was proven why. I'm actually glad they're here because I've been working on an impression of Jen and Andre, actually, over the weekend. (laughs) Oh, yeah, here we go. No, just just for our viewers who may begin to miss their voices in the show, I thought to comfort them, I would bring them to life through my own voice um oh, yeah. a bit rusty uh the impression can work for either jen or andre um and it goes a little something like this <clears throat> you kind of look like the eraser head baby while you do that and you kind of sound like the eraser head baby while you do that i mean that's what i think they sound like sometimes so I, 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 they're two little beautiful eraser head babies yeah exactly yeah all right well bruce gus you're here for a job what's the latest in music in music in movie news <laughs> music news well okay like bruce if, if you let me take take off please here. yes i was trying to think about okay i was like movie news what's going on i was thinking the other day Jenna and Andre were like, okay, movie news, Lars von Trier has Parkinson's. And I was like, okay, what? how do you find that out? And then I looked it up, and that was like, happened in August 2022. A hundred years ago, yeah. I know. Like, so I was like, okay, how do we keep up with movie news? I was like, kind of freaking out, trying to look around. And then I came to the realization, movie news kind of sucks. Literally, okay, like I was skipping through CinemaCon recently happened, which is just like some kind of corporate events where like Universal or like Warner Brothers are like, we have oh, so many yeah, yeah, sick yeah, yeah, movies yeah. coming out. And I just, like, wrote down this headline. This is the state of movie news. <clears throat> Rihanna lit up day three at CinemaCon to announce that she's playing Smurfette in Paramount's new Smurfs movie. No. Actually? Did Rihanna Riveting. light up CinemaCon with news that she would be Smurfette? I mean, wasn't she in the uh, Trolls movie or something like Isn't that Isn't Kim well? Kardashian she's meant to big, be in this she's movie? She's big on, on, on the kitties. Wait, in Trolls or Smurfs? Oh, Trolls, that's right. Sorry. Mixing up my... Yeah, how movies. dare you? <laughs> it's, no, it's because Kim Kardashian is making Trolls movies with her um, kids hanging out with Ice Spice. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Those are kind of Trolls movies. Yeah. I was just like, it's movie news, like... I have some movie news, actually. Okay. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to announce that uh, Movies, Movies, Movies has been officially selected for cons. <laughs> 2023. No, okay. Yeah. That was the other thing. Just I was looking the, at why the... I was running layers on the phone of Terry. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, setting it up. The, yeah. Well, no, okay. So I'm like, Khan, you know, director's Fortnite dropped. Great. But then I was like, this is just a list of movies that we will not see for three years. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Unless in, in, in Mad Men we trust. <laughs> yeah. In Mad Men. Um, were you excited by anything on that, Bruce? Um, uh, I'm desperately trying to remember. 
Well, oh, I, I'm, I'm so excited for that. Uh, uh, what's his name? Hong Go- Sang Soo. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, the guy who was once with Amber Heard. I totally forgot. Johnny Depp. Yeah. Johnny Depp. Yeah. Oh no. I think I know her better now that I know him. That's he, such a dire he's comparison. He's in, in the um the opening night film. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah. still in movies. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Whoa. Oh, I'm keen for that. Okay. There's this, like, Sean Price Williams just directed a movie, and he's really cool. He's, like, cinematographer. I heard of a movie called A Good Time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, please, tell us what, what it was. Well, there. no, he's... Uh, okay, well, Robert Pattinson, you might know him from Twilight. But he, oh, right, He yeah. goes on the run. No, Sean Price Williams was the cinematographer of that, and he, like, shoots... He's really good at shooting, like, just, like, kind of on-the-fly New York core. He made this, like, absolutely unhinged... Abel Ferreira movie with Ethan Hawke like in Ooh, no, the no, middle no. of COVID oh. that's filmed in like oh I do yes 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 and in... the poster for it is fucking awesome yeah it's, it's like, like Ethan Hawke's head yeah, yeah, and yeah. it looks like a weird military movie oh yeah um, but that's like all is that shown in like the Vatican or something it looks like unhinged yeah yeah but so Sean Price Williams just made this like just directed this movie and it's written by Nick Pinkerton who wrote that really beautiful oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, um, book about by Dragon Inn yeah yes. So I'm like in general, intrigued. Yeah. Don't worry, it'll be a little bit edge lord. I think they're all kind of loosely related to I don't know, like red scare areas, which is a bit like yawn. <laughs> Bum. Well, let's hop to a quick track. Uh, if you've just joined us, this is movies, 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 and no fear, Jen and Andre have not abandoned the show. <laughs> yeah, I have them right here. <laughs> You are hearing our new hosts, Bruce Kusaba and Gus McGrath, taking the reins today. We've got two reviews coming right up after this next one. It's Kissy Boys Beside You on FBI. Take two. Alrighty, we are come uh, to Movies, 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 the part you've been waiting for. The two movie reviews helmed today by Bruce Casaba, Gus McGrath. Uh, before we kick off with the first film, shall we hear a little one-liner on the two films you're reviewing? Okay, well, I, since I'm talking about St. Omer first, gorgeous, stunning, uh, Lauren SVU by way of uh, Lav Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm talking uh, the Humane Corporeus. Fabrica. I totally fucked that up. But He's uh, giving uh, I, I, ta- uh, Latin. Latin. And uh, <laughs> clearly my Latin is weak, but I imagine it translated into something like metal as fuck. The human corpse is fabric. All right. Shall we hear the little trailer <laughs> for St. Omar? Yeah. C'était l'heure des hautes marées. La lune se dresse devant moi. Mon projecteur, comme un appel de phare. Alors j'allais sur la plage. Madame Colly, savez-vous pourquoi vous avez tué votre fille Je ne sais pas. J'espère que ce procès pourra me l'apprendre. I love that we, you know, with these French trailers, it feels like Andre's still here. <laughs> I literally Very French show today actually. Both movies are. So French. I also like I'm obsessed with Andre being French. I just think it's really funny. I I thought you were kidding for a second. I did not notice. No, no. Well, okay, so Andre's not actually French, but um since Andre and I ahem, both grew up in Canberra together, something oh, neither of us like geez. to bring up. 
Um, Andre went to this like one strange like international French primary school. <laughs> like I'm bringing I'm bringing deep cuts. I actually maybe slowly like will build an autobiography. Is this of, an in memoriam? Yeah, this is an in memoriam. Um, because Andre will be dead when I'm through rinsing. So anyway, uh, <laughs> Saint Omar. Okay, so it's directed by this French person named Alice Diop, and it's her first fiction film. She's like a documentary maker, and I actually will ask you soon, Bruce, because I know you've seen some of her documentaries. Yes. Stunning, beautiful, really harrowing movie. It's getting, I think, slightly more widely released soon, maybe via Palace. So gorgeous. This woman who's like a reporter is sitting in on this case about this woman who has a child and drowns the child and then is kind of being charged on this murder case. Oh. Family movie. It is. Okay. Literally, I was like, it's kind of like, you know how, uh, I, I know Enoch also referenced Everything Everywhere last week, but it's such a touch point. You know how Everything Everywhere is kind Don't of like, do it. I'm doing it. <laughs> That's like, you know, this is the experience of like having a difficult relationship with like a migrant parent and like you're trying to mm. kind of work through your own life and mm. their trauma. So true. And oh then God. ultimately that yes. comes out in this kind of positive point. This movie right, is like yeah. that, but just like awfully tense and kind of like, yeah, I guess you just have to live with that. Oh, okay. It's so intense, but it's also like, it's like slow cinema core and it's like so good. You can tell, okay. I mean, again, not knowing anything about LSD, but like documentary vibe, but it's so engrossing because the vast majority of the film is just still shots front on of people giving legal testimony but it's so good. It's like so compelling. You get really sucked in. It's like definitely a bummer. But I want like, to say same so cinematographer good. as um, Portrait of a Lady on Fire as well. Really? I, I believe so. It is so well shot. Like, and yeah, it's it's because it's like, I keep saying slow cinema. I'm so smart. <laughs> you know, like slow cinema vibe, like not cutting, like really, really long takes. But because it's legal testimony, it's actually like a really smart way to just have people tell you plot for a long amount of time because it's like well acted and compelling sounds like a bit of a um riff on like the thin blue line which yeah like sort of pioneered that like straight to camera yes. testimony yeah it's yes, cinema yes truly it yeah. feels like you know like it's i've made documentaries how would i make a movie if i could like interrupt the lives of people to like make shots really nice well, that's literally it i mean because the movie is of course based on an actual court case that took place in 2016 that uh, the director I was the up attended as well. Um, Whoa. You yeah, get a sense, of... yeah. There's a, like the character, because again, like the journalist character is kind of so weirdly on the outside. Like it's such an interesting thing having like a main character who's like yes. not I, active. I, 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 I also just love how the director in just talks, has talked about how she identifies with this woman on trial. Um, uh, they're both mothers of mixed children, and uh, I the, she very much more poetically than I will uh, describes the feeling of being a parent and not wanting to be a parent anymore. Oh, t- this is the stuff. I'm like watching movies where like mothers have postnatal depression for some reason. Like horrifies me. It's like <laughs> that's the true horror. Mm. But it's also so like I think what I think is so good about that movie is it's like people are ultimately, like, unknowable, you know? Because, like, how can you have this movie be like, she was sad? Like, you know, like, how <laughs> how do you have a kind of concrete 
solution to something as intense as that right and like so then it becomes about having these like really long moments that you're just like in it with these people right and you're feeling through it and kind of relating to people more than kind of being told you know like this happened for x y reason because like what are, what are her documentaries like i actually know nothing about her documentaries uh she has a bunch of short documentaries and True. i think only one possibly two feature-length documentaries. Mm. Um, and they have that quality of documentary that you'd like, which is very uh, sincere, not terribly sappy. Yeah. Um, she has a great one called We, that is the uh, English collective, not the uh, French affirmative. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say not the um, gaming <laughs> console. <laughs> <laughs> not that either. Um, uh, and it, it, it's like, imagine if someone uh, charted dysphoria through train lines Whoa. I can see, yeah, sort of that kind of thing which is an, an idea I've totally had so I think she just stole it from me <laughs> she's hacking your messenger yeah. also like... worth noting she's not a part of the the, 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 the Diop fame family Diop family damn um, well there's your reason to go and catch St. Omer, as reviewed by Bruce and Gus here on Movies, Movies, Movies. We've got uh, Dehimani Corpi right after this track by Kabushé. It's called Potassium. You're on FBI. Don't go anywhere. Kabushé with Potassium right here on Mornings on FBI Radio 94.5 FM. We are on Movies, Movies, Movies. I've got uh, Ripped and Screwed with me. <laughs> Ripped and Screwed, Jen and Andre. <laughs> Uh, otherwise known as Bruce Kasaba and Gus McGrath, and we have another review for you. But first, shout out to the person on 0409-945-945 who revealed to us that uh, Thin Blue Line had the same cinematographer as Matilda Stefan Chapsky. Yeah, blowing our minds. Absolutely. Just had a whole powwow about that. <laughs> now, we have another review, Deumani Corpi, and before we revel in the marvel of it, let's hear a little taste of it. Ah, problème vraiment de plomberie pour le coup. Un côté très clair sur la fin de vie. Ça doit arriver, ça arrive. So, like I just said moments ago, the movie is metal as afternoon language. <laughs> Bruce, it's uh, 10 a.m. <laughs> uh, firstly, it's one of those movies that's kind of impossible to spoil. Even if I was to describe it minute to minute, uh, I could never prepare you for it. Uh, I don't even think really being a practicing surgeon is enough to prepare you for it. Whoa. Uh, it's uh, very graphic in ways, but, uh, you know, metal as hell still. Um, if you can stomach the images, that is... Uh, uh, which is so funny because it's such an, uh, a literal and... Uh, incredibly simple movie too uh, like there's nothing there's no curveballs for it it's always just the image presented to you as frank as possible I would uh, you wouldn't agree with that? I, I would disagree with you in that like it is actually curveball so it's like all this real surgery footage mm. but I felt plot twisted every time because it's so close you have no context 
and it's like it's true that it is frank. Yes, but you're like, but okay. then that, that's like a, it's that's part of the, fr- the fun of it because like a guessing game too. Yeah, no, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, a really kind of intense guessing game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of filmed uh, largely with those microscopic cameras they use for like colonoscopies and such kind of things. Oh. I've only ever seen that stuff used in. Um, <laughs> That opening sequence of Uncut in Gems. Sean Price Williams, Uncut Gems. Yes. Sean Price Williams, <laughs> Uncut Gems. Gems. Yes. Uh, but this is far more uh, grisly. Uh, grisly and, uh, you know, beautiful too. In like, uh, if you can, if, again, if you can stomach it. It really can be an intense movie at times. I myself was kind of nervously laughing and flinching throughout as things are slowly revealed to you. I mean, you're just inside people throughout it. Yuck. Uh, it's, <laughs> It it sounds yucky, and but it does all the good things that I think good horror movies do, which is that kind of reaction, that instinctual reaction from you. I mean, the real drama of it is fighting your instincts that are telling you, begging you to look away, and your eyes that just say no. Damn. Um, <clears throat> uh, the 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 film I think so. We've been playing like another two times in Sydney, though. Both at the Golden Age exclusively. Uh, one on the seventh of May, and then again on the fifteenth. I say go on the 15th because that's a Monday and what a hectic way to start your week, I think. It's literally, okay, my boyfriend's birthday is on the 15th and I was like, should we go? And he's like, I refuse to go to this on my birthday. <laughs> no, you got to take him. Well, okay, so to, to quote Jen and Andre, who are banned from this show, um, Jen said, beautiful day movie. Andre walked out. I think it's a good day movie. I think it's an exceptional date movie. I mean, it's just an exceptional film to see with other people. Yeah, 100%. I think I watched um, Jen and Andre's reactions as much as I watched the movie. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, see, it's what, like, when I saw it, I'm good with horror movies. I was watching Evil Dead Rise the other day, having a great time. Cheese Goda comes out, whoop. We're watching awful things happen. Mm. <laughs> Something about the reality of this, I was screaming. Like, it's like what what children imagine horror movies are like. I was yes. screaming... All the women in front of me laughed at me when we walked out. <laughs> I was like reacting too hard. <laughs> but it's so good. Yeah, I had to step up to get a drink. Um, There's this in insane the 12 oh, minute sequence at the end as well that's just like they follow a wall mural while like Blue Monday plays. Oh, yeah, that's an incredible scene. Yeah. What an insane wall mural as well. For a hospital, too. I Not a PC wall mural. Cannot like an- make sense of that mural like that is the greatest like the human body we've solved that no mystery mm, mm, we've mm. got that that mural in some french hospital what the hell is going on yeah what, like, what does it look like m- like michelangelo did an orgy picture oh. yeah. and it's like in a hospital and it's like yeah in a hospital floor to ceiling like across the yeah lo- it's expansive so and very it- not safe for work <laughs> no no and it, it explicitly depicts staff members of the hospital it's not oh. just random people. It's like his Jimmy, Tony, Sandra, like <laughs> details. Wow. Okay. I want him. To, what if someone leaves? Did I just have to kind of like you add the new staff member? Yeah, in their place. Right. 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 Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. So in short, Dehumani Copy is what like a, a movie that truly makes you look inside yourself. So like a wretched Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Wretched. Yeah. Yeah. Five vomit bags. <laughs> yes. You must see it. Truly. All right. Well, uh, we have a little thing to flag for spotlight today do we i believe um we have two beautiful guests andre shannon and jen atherton who've been invited into spotlight some kind of takeover i actually don't know what it is i didn't ask because i thought it would be better to let them explain it and here's jen and andre to tell us (laughs) 
Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Well, alrighty. Uh, Gus, Bruce, <laughs> thanks for popping by today. We have Spotlight just after this next track by Kofi on FBI. Kofi featuring Dom Valley with Fly With Me. And to round out movies, movies, movies today, they just couldn't resist Jen and Andre with a little Spotlight action. Mm. What's... What's happening? That's right. The bad mums are back. We just wanted to talk about ourselves. Oh, I, I can't even beat around the bush. Uh, um, <laughs> this is uh, a personal spotlight. We were invited to do a takeover. Is that what they call it? Not really. I think we're actually supporting Chella Man at the Powerhouse um, and at the Strange Kings Cinema, which is poignant for this week. Yeah. So uh, Garden Reflex is uh, curating. Some four and a half hours of films uh, to play in the King's Theatre, King Cinema at the Powerhouse. Yeah. Uh, so deleted scenes. They're in the bins. We're, we're doing bins. We're showing bins. We are showing the bins of our rushes and laying it all out, spread out like a buffet across four hours. Basically, uh, in COVID, the first month of COVID, we got asked to show a bunch of works at this gallery in Melbourne. And we all got locked up, and so we did a streaming service. So every night for the first 30 days know. of April... Yeah, we did a film every single day. And for the first time, you can binge them all in a row in a cinema screen. Binging bins. And it's long. Okay, and cool. And it's all subtitled, so, so it's accessible. what's the who, what, when, where, why? Who, what, when, where, why? Thursday, Powerhouse. Is it a museum? Is it not a museum? Five to who nine? Knows? Let's talk about it. Five to nine. Chella Man's involved. It's uh, durational cinema, but also short and sharp because it's episodic. And there's a title sequence 30 times you have to sit through. The hardest part about doing Spotlight right now is that I want to talk about what the two former critics talked about. Bruce, but... I don't understand the, um, the impression. Can you do it again? That was violent. I didn't understand. Were you tr- was that you murdering us on air? I was being sincere, I thought. Trying to be true to life. Oof. It sounded like we were dinosaurs. Dying dinosaurs. Film is prophecy, honestly. Extinction era. I can't tell, Jen, if you and I are going to end up like St. Omer in that we're going to be put on trial or we're going to end up like Dehumanus Corporis with microscopes going through our penises. Like, I don't know (laughs) which side of the spectrum. (laughs) I know. I loved how many times you guys... It felt very California Girls to talk about how inside yourself you were during that movie. I'm surprised (laughs) that no one brought up the the trial scene from Big Little Lies season two. The only trial scene. The only one... Kathy Ann Baker, is that her name? Uh, and Becky Baker. All right, you Becky two, so I'm cutting all you right, off. Okay, we'll all. see you next week. And Thank you so, so, so much. Yes. Before we leave, Bruce has some parting words. Since it's roughly your last show, really, kind of, in Sydney, as Sydney people, you know, I, we'll I, be here I, next week. I know, yeah, probably, but uh, <laughs> I, I have a little send-off I wanted to... I wrote something. Oh, gosh. Okay, and since the show's been so French, <laughs> it's written in, in, in French as, as, as well. Monsieur Jean-André, Le terrible en France de Sydney, Aze Autos. Oh! Wait, what was the last two words? Um, uh, go forth, Autos. Go forth, Autos! That's so sweet! For those who can't see. Oh, okay. Auto theory theory is problematic, so that's actually a cancellation. Okay, here we go, here we go. Now we've got to cut the mics. As Jen and Andre would say. Exactly. <laughs> and also, I'm, you're in safe hands, and this is going to be a beautiful show for many years to come. We literally just pitched a late night show for two hours, so Hell yeah. we are not going anywhere. <laughs> All right. Right, time to go. Off you've tried. This has been a healing. <laughs>